Coming up on the Children's Hour, we're going to explore a profession with the task of informing the public of the truth, journalism. We'll learn from journalists themselves who let us know what journalists do and how they are different from paid advertisers. We'll find out what we can look for to verify the truth of a story. Then we meet Maria Inojosa, a groundbreaking Pulitzer Prize winning journalist with a new children's book about her life. We've got a kid's crew review of Once I Was You, Finding My Voice and Passing the Mic. It's all mixed with great music. Learn with us on the Children's Hour. Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated. We're a New Mexico nonprofit that's supported by listeners just like you. Learn more about us and find hundreds of podcasts at childrenshour.org. It's time for the Children's Hour. Why did the reporter cross the road? I don't, I don't know, know why. To get to the other side of the story. It's time for the Children's Hour. Kids Public Radio. When it's all said and done, the word is love. The word is love. The word is love. When it's all said and done, the word is love. The word is love. When it's all said and done, we got the clues. It's nothing new, come and take a ride with the crew. Not just keep it busy, we mean business. Love us way more than the fabric we fit in. We breath these colors, every shade of our melanin. We say what's not fair without fear telling them. That's love. It's not a secret that we're keeping. It's a password that keeps mean words from creeping. We got big dreams, big games. Feel, seen, give, thanks, team, works, show, nothing. Each other's back every day in every way. That's the hashtag back. It's so simple. The word ends division. The signs on the wall. Love is what's written. Comes down.
down and the day is done Looking back, it's all simply amazing, huh? Homies, we better make a habit and never take it for granted The artistry of our planet to mama nature, we gotta hand it To our elders who understand it Gratitude for all the wisdom you've all implanted Within our culture, we need you this to call in What's the word? It's love! Cause love's a win-win Love is off of the movement, Strength in Numbers. That's a Grammy-nominated release by Alphabet Rockers. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone. I'm so happy to be with all of you out in listener land and everyone here at the Outpost and on Zoom. Hi, everyone. Hello. And who's with us today? Hi, it's Beth. Hello, it's Amadeus. Hi, it's Kate. Hello, it's Illuminata. Hi, it's Nina. Hi, it's Jane. Hi, it's Amaya. Hi, it's Daniel. Hola, it's Caroline the Caroline. Well, thank you all so much for being with us today on the Children's Hour here at the Outpost and on Zoom and everyone listening everywhere. The Children's Hour today is going to focus on a topic that is really important for our democracy, journalism. This is the field of people who study what's happening in the world around us to get to the truth. We're going to learn what journalism is and what it isn't from some working journalists. And we're also going to talk with a journalist you may know on public radio, Maria Hinojosa. She's the founder of Futuro Media Group, and she has a brand new book for kids. And we also have a review of her new book, by Illy here on our Kids Crew. It's a jam-packed show full of a lot of great music too, including this one. Coming off of a release called Smith and Yarn, this is Aaron Nigel Smith and Red Yarn with a song about the purpose of journalism. It's called Truth, right here on the Children's Hour.
truth and stress less. You can pass in the stress test. All facts you don't have to guess. Yo, truth, I like your style. You keep them honest all of the while. Good old truth, a friend to all. I'm gonna pick up next time you call. of journalism as telling the untold story to a community. What journalism does is it takes stories of broader interest, synthesizes them, and tells them to a broader group. And that can be through a newspaper, it could be through a podcast, it could be through a television news show, it could be through social media. But it's a way of synthesizing and broadcasting a story that's important to the broader community. Journalists approach a story and they want to know who's involved what is involved, why it happened, when it happened, where it happened, and how it happened. A journalist identifies stories that he or she thinks will be of interest or use to the community and finds out all he or she can about that story and gives a balanced point of view So if a controversial decision is being made, the journalist will talk to people in support of it as well as people opposed to it and give both sides fairly and present the information accurately so the public can make their own conclusion about how they think about that issue. So the journalist can present both sides and do additional research in order to synthesize what the true facts are. So one person might have a car crash. One person seeing it from the east, one person seeing it from the west. They're giving their opinions of what they saw. A journalist might go and then get area photos or get cameras that show a north and a south viewpoint in order to reach a conclusion about the full range of what might have happened. When you see a reporter on television reporting the news, that is the portion of telling what they have learned about the story. True reporting, the way journalists look at it, is the process of uncovering all the information and getting the points of view from both sides and pulling it all together to present it. Some reporters are broadcast journalists, meaning that they are telling the story in a broadcast form. They're not writing the story per se, 
but they're telling the story on television or through social media, through YouTube or so forth. So they're broadcast journalists in the sense that they're broadcasting the story that they have researched or someone has researched and written for them. There is a distinction between paid promotion of a story or ideas and journalism. So paid promotion is where a company or a group are paying somebody to put out their version of a story. A journalist is someone who works for a entity like a newspaper, like the New York Times or the Washington Post, or a broadcast entity like CBS News or CNN or Fox News. And they are tasked with finding stories and investigating those stories and telling them to their audience. There are a couple of ways that you can get an idea of whether something is a promotion rather than true journalism. And one of those is to look at the sources of information that back up what you're reading. If there are some statistics or facts given as part of the presentation, where did those facts come from? Who said that? And how did they know that? In a promotion, oftentimes that information is not provided. They're just giving you the statement, but not backing it up from a reputable source. And the other thing is, if it offers just one point of view, then you may agree with that point of view, but it's not balanced unless they present the other side as well, so that you can really compare and analyze, well, which one makes more sense to me? A good journalist is a person who is curious enough to identify important or interesting stories and dedicated enough to find the true information about that story and then tell it to the public in an interesting way. A good journalist is someone who is passionate and engaged in finding stories of interest to their community or the broader community at large and is willing to put the time to answer who the story is about, what the story is about, why the story is important, when it happened, where it happened, and how it happened. That, to me, is a sign of a good journalist. That was Sherry Burr, the New Mexico Press Women's President, and Loretta Hall. She's a freelance writer and a journalist, and also a member of New Mexico Press Women. Our thanks to them for being on the Children's Hour with us.
Produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, an educational nonprofit based in Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're listener supported at childrenshour.org. Support provided by Electric Playhouse, inviting Children's Hour listeners to get out of the cold weather and play at Electric Playhouse, featuring 16 interactive spaces with rotating games, a cafe, and a full bar. It's fun for the whole family to play and dine in a digital wonderland at Electric Playhouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico. More info at electricplayhouse.com. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the New Mexico Museum of Natural History and Science, announcing Chocolate, the Exhibition, a multimedia science exhibit that engages the senses and traces the evolution of chocolate from a small bitter seed to the delicacy it is today. The exhibit runs through March 2023. More info at nmnaturalhistory.org. There was a lion was a lion in the jungle where he was king he lied 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 he turned to monkey and said isn't it funky to can cannot fly lion knew it wasn't true he'd seen toucan flying through the trees so many times he liked to make up stories riddled with false narratives indeed it's sad but true lion lied Sad to say it, but it is true. Sad but true, lion lied, lied, lied. It's sad to say it, but it is. 
is true. It's sad but true. Lion lied. Monkey shouted, screamed it, howled it, swinging from the trees, singing, Toucan cannot fly until the funky monkey met a chunky hippopotamus who just seen Toucan soaring through the sky. He said, my dear friend monkey, where did you hear this story? You must know it is hurtful to spread lies. To live in a society, there are standards of morality by which every member should abide. Monkey said, King Lion said so. It's sad but true. Lion lied, lied, lied. It's sad to say it, but it is true. It's sad but true. Lion lied. Well, our friend Toucan heard the story. It had circulated through the jungle far and wide. Toucan cried, it's just not true. No one believed Toucan. They dove into the river to die. But Toucan didn't really die. Toucan only cried and cried as the animals all watched the river rise, rise, rise. Then the chunky hippopotamus said, Enough is enough. It's time for us to organize. Through a fact-finding mission, it was determined Lion was a danger to society. He caused confusion with grand illusions, and his kingship was deemed an atrocity. Yes, Lion bullied. He was cruel. He said, all the birds are fools, fools. But the jungle animals all grew tired of his show. They decided it was time for him to go. They said, we don't want a kingdom. We want a true democracy. All agreed, lion must go. Bela, ciao. Now lion cried. Cause lion lied But nobody could trust That he would ever change Yes, the king had to leave the jungle That's why lions live in the savannah To this day Bela Chow, Bela Chow Lion's Tale is Marco Polo from their release called Mammal Music. Over the break, you heard Axel Kreidier, and before that, the gay lads with an oldie, Tell the Children the Truth. The typewriter was performed by Maurice Abravanel and the Utah Symphony Orchestra. You're listening to the Children's Hour. I'm Katie Stone here at the Outpost with the kids crew on Zoom and here with us. We're learning about journalism today on the show. We've learned what journalists do. And now we're going to be joined by a professional journalist who just published her first children's book. Maria Hinojosa is a Pulitzer Prize and Emmy-winning journalist, as well as the founder, president, and CEO of Futuro Media Group. 
She's the longtime host of Latino USA on the radio, and she's been a correspondent for numerous television outlets, including PBS, CNN, and HBO. Maria Hinojosa is joining us on Zoom from an airport where she is on a trip as a working journalist. Thank you so much for joining us on the Children's Hour, Maria Hinojosa. It's great to be with you. Thank you for having me. You have a brand new book for kids called Once I Was You. Can you tell us a little bit about that book? So the book is written entirely new for young people. It's based on my adult memoir. And to be honest with you, I was terrified about writing a book for kids. I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be so hard. I don't want to do this, you know, because we all have things we don't want to do. But, you know, I thought maybe I could write a book for teenagers, like I could talk to teenagers. But the truth is, is that I realized that I actually want to be speaking to kids before they become teenagers, because I remember how important those years were for me in terms of really trying to figure out like who I was and what mattered. And then I just realized this important fact that for Latinos and Latinas, the most common age right now is 11 years old. Of all Latinos and Latinas in the United States or in the world or? In the United States. What? We are a very young population. And so I felt really committed to then just telling these stories. And they're not just for Latinos and Latinas, because anyway... Latinos and Latinas are in the United States. These are American stories. Coming up on the Children's Hour, Illuminata from our kids crew has a review of Once I Was You by our guest Maria Hinojosa. But before we get there, the kids on the crew have a lot of questions for you. What inspired you to do journalism? So the story goes that when I was a kid, there were no women or Latina journalists like on TV or on the radio in the United States that I remember. And so I never thought that I could be a journalist. I loved watching what they did. I was growing up in a very similar time to what kids are growing up now. There was a civil rights era. There was a lot of protesting. It was just a really intense time. And I loved watching journalists, but I never thought I could be one. Mm. So listen, kids, that's why it's really, really, really important that If there's something that you want to be and you've never seen it and you're like, I could never do that. I've never seen anybody looks like me or sounds like me doing that. It's a normal reaction, but don't let it stop you. Mm. So I think I really decided I wanted to be a journalist. Like I really knew when I did my first internship, right when I graduated from college and it was at NPR, at National Public Radio. And I was the first Latina hired in the newsroom at NPR. So when was that? It was 1985. Wow. Is a journalist different than a reporter? A reporter is somebody who's out doing the work, like what I was doing today, right? Interviewing people and talking to people. A journalist might be a senior producer, a reporter, a senior editor, an editor-in-chief. But all of it starts by being a reporter. You have to know how to be a reporter, which means you have to know how to be on the street doing the work of journalism, which is talking to people everywhere, anytime about anything. How do you get started with journalism? If you wanted to do journalism, there are a lot of people who do kind of student journalism, right? You could start being 
a journalist, a reporter in your school, you know, you could say, I want to do a story about my fellow students and their favorite bagels. (laughs) And so I'm going to research all of the bagel shops in New Mexico and find out, you know, which ones have the most interesting taste. And you could just start reporting about that, you know, find out where the bagel stores are, find out which students have gone to bagel stores, what their favorite bagels. That's what a journalist does. We ask the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. We have a lot more coming up with Maria Hinojosa on the Children's Hour. But first, there were other women who were groundbreaking journalists in American history. In addition to our guest, Maria Hinojosa, this is a story about Nellie Bly, sung by Ellis Paul from The Hero and You, right here on The Children's Hour. Just a girl born into a world when little girls barely matter. See, even women couldn't vote, their jobs just left them broke, sewing clothes and stirring batter. Well, Nellie didn't think it was right. She took up a pen to fight for women's rights, and she told the whole world what it's all about. Like a private eye, she went undercover Into a woman's mental ward See, her pen was like a sword She played sick to be among the others Because the patients, they weren't being treated right She stayed in there for ten long days and nights And then she told the whole world What it's all about around the world taking trains and ships on steam power she sailed the china sea with her little pet monkey meeting kings and getting flowers arabia hong kong singapore in 72 days she was on american shores telling the whole wide world
That was Ellis Paul right here on the Children's Hour. We're learning about journalism today on the show, and who better to learn from than groundbreaking journalist Maria Inahosa? She's an award-winning journalist of both radio and television, and she's with us today on Zoom. The kids still have a lot more questions for you. Let's take it over to Beth. Was it hard being the first Latina journalist? And if so, how did you push through? You know, I, when I was asked that question after I wrote the book and people were like, was it hard? And I was like, look, it was a recession and it was my first job out of college. I was waiting tables before that. So the most important thing to me was I have a job and I can say to my papa, papi, Tengo trabajo, you know, going to college, doing all of this was worth it. I have a job as a journalist. And then being the first one, I mean, I was just like, I totally felt like a fish out of water. But I also knew it was an extraordinary opportunity. And then what happened, something very important that I also write about in the book, which is I understood I had privilege. Hmm. So it wasn't money. It wasn't that I grew up in a rich family where it's like, oh, they're privileged kids. They get anything they want. No. Privilege meant understanding that I was one of very few people who got to work at a place like NPR. And therefore, because I understood my privilege, I have a responsibility to represent in this newsroom and to be the best journalist. And to me, that also meant bringing myself, my full self, into the newsroom, which also meant I was reporting about communities that I cared about and knew about, but that were not often heard from. So it's the thing that keeps me going all the time is understanding this very core thing, which is a privilege and a responsibility and how that lights a fire in your belly that keeps you going even when you're tired. How and why did you start Latino USA? So I didn't start it. It was started by Maria Emilia Martin. But at that time, because I was the only Latina reporter at NPR, they asked me if I would anchor the show. And that was almost 30 years ago. Everybody was like, oh, what a cute little show. It'll be around for you know a couple of years, maybe five years. <laughs> and we are 30 years on the air in May. Wow. Congratulations. It's really beautiful because I think what it shows to me is that we just never gave up. We always felt this deep responsibility. And we were really smart because the Latino, Latina, Latinx, Latine population, you know, right now is the second largest voting population in the United States. So it's a very important part of the U.S. population. And I'm glad that I know something about it. Wow, we are too. And being here in New Mexico, which is a majority minority state, and a state with a very large Latina and Latino and Hispanic community, we really appreciate your good work because your voice has lifted up other voices just like yours, and you continue to do that. It's really a gift. Thank you. I just want you to know that New Mexico was actually really important in my life. Things happened to me in New Mexico that changed my life. I ended up driving across the country when I was younger, around 26. And I saw for the first time the mountains of New Mexico, the first time I ever went camping. I have very deep memories of journalism conferences in New Mexico, reporting in Albuquerque and Santa Fe. So I just want you to know that 
New Mexico actually is a place that is very important to a lot of people. And if you want to talk politics, a lot of people are watching New Mexico. Our guest has been Maria Hinojosa. You know her from NPR and so many other places. She is a pioneer in journalism. And you can learn a lot more about her. No matter your age, she has a children's book out that just came. It's a chapter book called Once I Was You. Finding my voice and passing the mic. And that is what you have done for so many people We want to thank you for being with us today on the Children's Hour. Thank you so much, Maria Hinojosa. Bye. Bye. Adios. Adios. (laughs) Bye-bye. Adios. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Early morning to the sudden sun. We got so much work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Might as well have some fun. We got so much work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Criola Johnson sang her story. Time flies fast on hope and glory. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa. Work to be done. The song will be a bellwether when we all sing together. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Bring your hammer, bell, and song when we work and sing along. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa, work to be done. Whoa. Work to be done. You're listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. We'll be right back. United Way of Central New Mexico supports the Children's Hour. Outpost Performance Space in Albuquerque, New Mexico is a proud supporter of the Children's Hour. The Children's Hour is supported in part by an award from New Mexico Arts, a division of the New Mexico Department of Cultural Affairs, and the National Endowment for the Arts. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by the County of Bernalillo, New Mexico, bernco.gov. Support for the Children's Hour is also provided by the City of Albuquerque's Cultural Services Department and the Urban Enhancement Trust Fund. Support for the Children's Hour is provided by Token Ibis, a nonprofit making philanthropy accessible to everyone. To sign up, go to tokenibis.org. Like a rubber rubber gallus. The more we tell these stories, men, the more they tell us. Uh, and they either anchors or propellers. Yeah. 
We are the stories and the storytellers. Shining like a Aurora Borealis. The more we tell these stories, man, the more they tell us. Alright, I got one for you. Check it out, yeah. Let me take you on a trip through time. Make sure the character mask you wearing fits you fine. You and I, we're figments of our own imaginations, our own creations. It's fascinating. We're adaptations of everything we heard, plus everything we think. That's why I sing these words. The story you tell yourself about who you are is what turned you into a loser or a superstar. Humans far in the past been playing this game. Making up legends as ways to explain the mysterious As we travel on through various areas Back to Babylon and Sumeria Flying chariots and dragons to slay Motherships carried us away back in the day Used to ride them on papyrus and tell them by campfires Now the record and the stylus tell them through amplifiers The stories and the storytellers uh-huh. Shining like a Aurora Borealis The more we tell these stories, man, the more they tell us And they either anchors or propellers uh-huh. We are the stories and the storytellers yeah. Shining like a Aurora Borealis The more we tell these stories, man, the more they tell us I got another one for you, check it The Greeks believed in a god named Morpheus He brought dreams that were odd and glorious Warriors that heated in were victorious They understood how powerful the story is The audience turns imagination to magic The classic tactic to clear away static And see yourself as a hero on a quest Instead of a zero in a world that's a mess We manifest meaning from the books that we're reading Plus what the voices in our head keep repeating And believing and make the story turn real So a pocket full of rocket fuels how these words feel it's a done deal You're the story you tell Thoughts make reality Like a source of a spell Grab a hold of your power Like the sword from the stone Look deep into yourself Till your story is known and I'm going to review the book Once I Was You by Maria Hinojosa. Once I Was You is an inspiring book about Maria's path to becoming an award-winning journalist. After immigrating from Mexico to Chicago, she describes many experiences and challenges. She asks, what is this world about and where do I fit in? Maria's stories include smuggling a TV in Mexico, becoming an activist, fighting the monster imposter, and accepting an internship at NPR. I highly recommend this chapter book for middle school and high school readers. Maria's adaptability and bravery helps her figure out her identity. In Once I Was You, Maria shows Latinas and all women that you have to figure out what your goals are. Then, with hard work, you can achieve them. The book is called Once I Was You by Maria Hinojosa. It's published by Simon & Schuster. This review was written for the Children's Hour by Illuminata Hein Panaza.
things Ask me what book am I reading Look at me like I know things Ask me which historical figure Might I invite to dinner I've got smart things to say But you might hear much less If you start all your conversations My, what a beautiful dress Ask me what book am I reading What book am I reading What book am I reading Maybe if you're lucky I'll ask you what book you're reading to. It's my favorite holiday, our family New Year's Eve. We'll stay up till midnight, it'll be next year when you all leave. We'll make homemade pizza for our winter celebration. But some of you adults need some help with conversation. Ask me, what book am I reading? What book am I reading? Ask me, what book am I reading? Look at me like I know things. Ask me, which new invention should go in your collection? I've got smart things to say. But you might hear much less if you start all your conversations. Ooh, I love your dress. Ask me what book am I reading? What book am I reading? What book am I reading? And maybe if you're lucky, I'll ask you what book you're reading to. We've got cake and ice cream. Happy birthday. Telling jokes and watching bad TV Now I'm one year older And you're wondering what to get me For my birthday Just tell me more than you are so pretty Ask me What book am I reading? What book am I reading? When I do a show or an assembly, a student always comes up to me and asks, how do I take my ideas and turn them into a song? I told them it's the writing process. They usually ask, what's the writing process? So I realized I needed to use the writing process to write a song about the writing process. Are you following me? Let's do this. When I want to write something and my thoughts are all a mess I put it all together with the writing process I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address The way to do it best is the writing process Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing 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 When I'm pre-writing, I'm brainstorming what's gonna happen 
So before I start rapping, I begin by mind mapping. Start by writing down on paper everything I feel like telling. No worries about grammar, punctuation, handwriting, or spelling. Now, my ideas in pieces. This is the genesis. I'm turning my research into a working thesis. Once I've gathered ideas, then I make an outline. This works for letters, essays, book speeches, or rhymes. The audience and the purpose sets me on the right path. Who am I writing for? And what arguments do I have with those questions asked? I make my first draft. There's no exact answer. This ain't science or math. To perfect the tone and style, I must revise it so I read it. I see what else is needed and what needs to be deleted. Like a garden when you water it and weed it. Then I repeat it. No reason to feel defeated. You'll know when it's completed. When I want to write something and my thoughts are all a mess. I put it all together with the writing process. I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address. The way to do it best is the writing process. Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. 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 I've done pre-writing, drafting, revising, and I reread it. Now I put that polish on it cause I'm gonna edit I proofread and correct errors in grammar and mechanics This part can be a terror but there is no need to panic Let me tell you what I'm gonna do I take my time and read it through I find another writer to give it to Because four eyes are better than two I make edits to improve on the clarity and style Remember to be patient because this might take a while I can publish it in so many ways Print it out on a page, read it at class or on stage Depends on the audience I Want to engage in email blast, television broadcast, an article with photographs, or my podcast, baby, a performance with a cast. Most important thing is that I get it out, and that I'm clear on what I'm talking about. So when I get on the microphone and put it on a track, you can bounce your head to the writing process when you play it back. When I want to write something and my thoughts are all a mess, I put it all together with the writing process. I got thoughts I must express or issues I must address. The way to do it best is the writing process. Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. 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 Here, that's it, y'all. Follow those five steps. Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing, and you'll be a better writer. Let's run this one more time. Uh, yeah. Pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing. Publishing, pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing, pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing, pre-writing, drafting, revising, editing, publishing. writing process is Baba Bomani from Baba Got Bars. Before that, brand new Ants on a Log, What Book is from Make It Myself. Before Illy's book review, it was Secret Agent 23 Skidoo with Storytellers. And over the break, Samite with Everyone Has a Story to Tell, Wendy and DB before that with Work to Be Done. That's from their Grammy-nominated Into the Little Blue House. You've been listening to the Children's Hour, and today we've been learning about journalism. 
You can find links and photos and so much more about what we've talked about today at childrenshour.org slash journalism. Also, if you have a book that you've read that you'd love us to review, why not submit your own book review? Go to childrenshour.org, look for the contact button, and there you'll find a way to leave us a voicemail. And speaking of making your own media, that is exactly what journalists do, but they also seek out the truth. Have you ever heard of a situation that is just too good to be true? Trout Fishing in America has a story song about that. This is from Big Round World. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour. We'll catch you next time. Well, I come from a long line of skeptics, and I've always thought that if something seemed too good to be true, then it was probably too good to be true. So one day I was walking down the sidewalk, minding my own business, having a good old time when I came upon a bag, and I thought, that bag was full of money. It would be too good to be true. So I sat down on the bench and I opened up the bag and when I looked inside, sure enough, it was full of money. How much money? I'll tell you, a lot of money. And I thought, man, what should I do? This seems too good to be true. Yeah, it's just too good to be true. and I waited to see if anyone would come looking for the big bag of money. And sure enough, these two scruffy guys came by and one said to the other, I left the bag right here. If someone found it and gave it back to me, I was going to give them a big reward, like it was a test to see how honest they could be. I peeked at them and I thought, no, you can't fool me. That sounds a little too good to be true. took the money home and I put it in my room, turned on the TV and checked out the news. And they said that sure enough, there had been a bank robbery that very afternoon. But nobody should worry because the bad guys took only funny money. So nothing was really missing. And I thought, that doesn't sound right. That sounds too good to be true. to my surprise. I found out it was funny money. The money started talking and telling me jokes. It said, what's green and has wheels? I said, I don't know. And it said, cash. I was lying about the wheels. Well, I quickly shut the bag and thought, man, I know exactly what to do. Hey, cause this is just too good to be true. So I took it to the TV station and I got a slot on a late night talk show. When I opened up the bag, the funny money told a few jokes and everybody laughed and they gave me a bunch of cash and I bought a big car and a bunch of other stuff and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm making this up because, because it sounds too good to be true. And you know what? I'd have to agree with you. Yeah, now. to be true.
Just remember when somebody starts telling you something that sounds too good to be true, odds are pretty good. It's too good to be true. If it's too good to be true, then it's probably too good to be true. The Children's Hour is produced by the Children's Hour Incorporated, a New Mexico nonprofit. Our show was written by Katie Stone with lots of help from all of us on the kids crew. You can find photos, links, learn along guides, and more about us at childrenshour.org. Many thanks to our guests, Sherry Burr and Loretta Hall from New Mexico Press Women and Maria Inahosa. We had production help from Chad Shear and Eli Henley. Find our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts or go to our patreon.com slash the children's hour. Or ask your smart speaker to play the children's hour podcast. We post our photos and more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Find us at TCH Radio. Our theme music was written by C.K. Barlow. The Children's Hour is distributed by PRX, the Public Radio Exchange, and by the Pacifica Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Children's Hour, Kids Public Radio. Thank you.